Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life.
Welcome, everyone. This is America Meditating Radio. That was Paul Lefnegger from Canada. It's only love. You're joining us. It's always a healing process for us because is it a matter of healing or is it a matter of remembering? Is it a matter of awakening? What is it that um, we are now being called to apply or to practice or perhaps the ultimate destination is to embody Stay tuned, we're going to have a heart-to-heart conversation with our lovely guest, Alyssa Rushton. And before we get on the air with Alyssa, let's do a little meditation just so we can spread some good vibrations in Washington, D.C. to throughout the whole world because the whole world is just getting lots of unique vibrations from Washington, D.C. We all know that 80% of the media is influenced by what happens in the U.S. narrative. And many of the, many folks in the world consider what happens in New York, D.C., Chicago, maybe Texas, California, is really what America stands for. And to some extent, yeah, it's moving things. However, the reality is that there's so much more going on. So let us spread our light and let us really care for our neighbors and the folks that are across the way and for Manchester and uh, the shootings in Orlando, Florida, and the negative rhetoric that's going on with world leaders. It's an epidemic and it's something that's always been there but can no longer be concealed. It seems to speak to a genre of God's children that might not be necessarily in tune to decipher what is truth and what is basically theater. So I do understand that. So let us really amplify our quality of thought and our vibrations so that we can make our planet and our world a better place. I want to dedicate this meditation to Ariana Grande, who did a beautiful benefit concert in Manchester. As you all know, she was going to perform, or she was performing in the UK where there was an attack, and a few had passed away, and it was not only, can you imagine, emotionally traumatic for her, in which that scene could have silenced her and made her just like, I'm so scared, there's nothing I can do to make a difference in the world. But instead, she gathered friends from all over, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, Black Eyed Peas, Coldplay, you name it, they all came out in short notice to raise funding for the family and the members that were taken from us so violently. So as much as we talk about loving at this time and awakening to love, we have to accept that it's not always easy. And as difficult as it is, it has become a necessity that we have to wake up to love. And we have to believe that the love that we carry in our beings will help to touch the mind of someone else in our world. Here is Here and Now by Carmen Warrington. Let's take a deep breath. Two meditation practices allow you to be present in the here and now. Not in the past, worrying about things that are over. Not in the future. Worrying about things that might be.
because right here and right now, you're okay. Let's begin with here. So make sure you're sitting comfortably and close your eyes or leave them half open if you wish. Begin by having a sense of where you are. Are you outdoors or are you in a building? Feel the temperature of this environment. Listen to the sounds in the distance. And what do you hear nearby? Notice everything without judging it, without commenting in your mind. Now, sense your body, starting with your toes and slowly working your way up. Become aware of the soles of your feet and your ankle bones. Feel the bend in your knees. Feel where your hands are. And whether your fingers are curled over or straight. Feel where your body makes contact with the furniture. Notice the curve in your spine in your lower back. middle of your back, the curve in your neck, notice the angle of your head and whether your teeth are together or slightly apart, feel the texture of your clothing on your Notice the temperature of your body. Sense the weight of your legs and your arms. Your head. Sense the weight of your whole body. Notice how still your body is. And how calm you are. Be present to your body here in this place. For a few more moments, rest in the stillness. Welcome back. 
That was Carmen Warrington from Here and Now on her meditation CD. You're listening to American Meditating Radio. We started off with really giving good wishes to ourselves that this is a time that we're being called to love as much as we can with a lot of hate around. It's not easy, but it's essential. It's not easy, but it's going to be essential in order for us to raise our energy and consciousness from the current times. We're proud to welcome Alyssa Rushton, known as the Magnetic Messenger Creator. Alyssa is an award-winning professional, certified coach, and master certified public speaking instructor with a focus and passion for helping women step into their light so that they can step into their worth and wealth. Alyssa also teaches heart-centered entrepreneurs how to craft their authentic message and shine their light so they can magnetically attract their ideal clients. With over 10 years of experience as a professional speaking coach and sales trainer, Alyssa has trained over a 1,000 sales executives to shine their light and to be powerful presenters on stage and on camera. Today, we welcome Alyssa Rushton, all the way from Kauai, or is it Hawaii? <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. It's Hawaii. It's Hawaii. How are you today? I'm great. I love Hawaii. It's, there's it's a like lot another to world. love here. I know. It's another world. I used to travel to Kauai a lot, and it's interesting. It's like hell doesn't exist outside of here. <laughs> It's like just another world, you know, it's like heaven. Yes, it's absolutely heaven. It's I spent last night actually lying out on the lava rocks looking up at the heavens and just thinking, gosh, how how perfect is this here? Um, and it's strange mm. with all that's going on in the world to be in such heaven. Mm. Well, then maybe your vibrations of feeling so good is spreading because I know Washington needs it a lot. I want to talk about your work. In your work, you talk about an awakened message. And we are about to celebrate our 20 years of serving the nation's capital. And the theme of our talk is actually awakening. Can you share with our listeners, Alyssa, tell us what it means to be awakened. And I mean, what is your awakened message? How can your message help our listeners to say, I'm ready. I'm ready to do something good. Well, that's a great question, and it directly ties into what you were speaking about this morning with all that's going on in the world. And I believe that right now is the time that each and every one of us are being called into an awakened leadership position. If you're listening to this show, my guess is that you are uh, the embodiment of an awakened leader. And, and by that I mean someone who's really very conscious. You lead from your heart center and you are very integrated, meaning that you, you do use your head, but you also lead with your heart. And your, everything you do in your life is really from that, that heart-centered place. So when I talk about awakened leadership and when I talk about your awakened message, what I'm really talking about is that there are many people right now on this planet, yourself included, absolutely, Sister Jenna, but there's so many others that are being activated and what I call called up to step into the type of leader that they would want. And so when we see this, all this crazy stuff, 
stuff happening on the planet. It's just a reminder that, you know, I believe that we are one and that we can actually help to shift what's happening in the world by shifting ourselves. And that means being the leader that you wish you had um, in your own life and really being the embodiment of that awakened leader that you wish was showing up in the outside world, but doing it for yourself and doing it for those around you in whatever form that takes. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And as you were sharing earlier, we really are in a time that we're feeling this urge that we have to awaken. We've got to get out of this very ordinary or mundane stage of thinking and feeling and being. And I think as the pressure increases on the external level of imagery of imagery and relationship form, I think it's touching our consciousness inside to tap into that power that perhaps we haven't been using as much. Exactly. Exactly what I'm talking about. And so it's really... I don't know about you, but in my personal life, I've never made a change without a major catastrophe happening, uh, at least mm-hmm. not a big change. And mm-hmm. it's interesting, that's how, as humans, we need a lot of contrast, and this is the time where we're getting an extreme amount of it. And so mm-hmm. I'm choosing to see this as such a beautiful time when when we can know that we're feeling the call of of really being called forth as the awakened leader, as the awakened woman and man into something much different um, and also look at that contrast and then say to ourselves, what do I wish I had instead? And what can I do on an individual level and a collective level that can assist that transformation? Mm, nice. Well said. Well said. And what can we do? I mean, what's the message that we need today? What are the steps that you can offer our listeners that we can begin to take to just get a little bit more stronger? Yes. Well, first off, I would say that I'm going to guess that anyone listening to this has an awakened message, meaning that whether you're a podcaster or you're a mom or you're a teacher or you're a nurse or you're whatever your profession is, you don't have to be a public speaker to have an awakened message. There's typically something that you are uniquely tapped to do. And by that, I mean there's something that has been etched on your soul when you came in, some sort of calling or some sort of something that you feel very inspired, and that's the seed of your awakened message. So for for you, for example, I imagine that it's teaching people to meditate and really tap in and tune in to love, and you, and you share that with people, I'm guessing, no matter what you do, you carry it as a vibrational frequency of who you are. And so the first thing we can do is really realize that each and every one of us, you who are listening, doesn't matter what you are doing, has that awakened message. The second step is to tap more deeply into what that is. It's the thing that lights you up. It's the thing that you feel so amazing when you talk about it. And it's the thing that does some good in the world. 
So for some people, it might be that they're they're really dedicated to helping autistic kiddos. For some people, it might be that they're really dedicated to cooking healthy meals and teaching others how to cook healthy meals. Yet others, it might be teaching them how to get off prescription drugs. But regardless, these messages have a core essence, and it's really helping people tap into love and helping people tap into their own inner strength and power, their own divine wisdom. Now, we talk a lot about love, right? And as we know, it seems to be the only solution in our world today. And it seems easy. It seems easy to love the people that we like. And it seems so easy to love the people who do the things that we like. And yet, we find it unique that many of us in the world have that one or two, or 10, or 20, or a country that we find it very difficult to love. Is there is there a reason why our energy of love gets blocked when it's actually a natural nature of the human spirit? Oh, I love this question. Is there a reason why it, get blocked? it gets blocked? Well, I, I don't know that I can adequately answer that question with a reason, but what I can say is I can say that regardless of the reason, clearly it does get blocked. I tend to think it's the ego in some way gets involved and cuts us off from our divine source of love. But regardless of what that reason is, what I can tell you is that love is an innate capability and it's also a choice. In every moment, we have a choice point to remain in love or to choose something different. And so regardless of the reason, as you said, it's so easy to love loving people. It's so easy to be good to good people. But when someone's screaming in your face, it's not necessarily easier. When someone's doing something to harm you, it's not easy. Yet, when we can be in that higher, faster frequency of vibration of love and mm-hmm. make a choice, because it is, it is truly a choice. I, I do, do I have time to tell a quick story? Please do. Well, I remember I was in Seattle, and I was walking, and there was a boy, a younger boy. He was probably 13 he had his hands shoved deeply into his pockets, and he had all the gang collars on, and he looked up to no good, and he was following me very closely. And I knew, I had a gut instinct, I knew something was going to happen. And I, ch- I could have chosen fear, or I ch- could have chosen to scream at him, or I could have chosen any number of things, but I decided to choose love in this moment. And so I looked at him and I said, hi, what's your name? And he couldn't answer me. And he shoved his hands more deeply in his pockets. And I got the sense that he was, I got the sense that he was going to really try mm. to do me a lot of bodily harm. Mm. And I said, do you know there's something so special about you? Do you know you're here for a purpose? And I, what I did is I chose love in that moment instead of choosing fear. And trust me, I everything in my body was like, go to fear, Shaking. go to fear, crank up the engine, fear. But I, but I didn't. And I just sure. sat with this boy 
and we we walked for a little bit of a ways because he didn't know what to do with me. He thought, well, who right. is this crazy lady, and why is she telling me I'm special? You know, because I'm telling him, you're special. You've got a gift. I know you're brought here for a purpose. You're a magnificent creature of the divine. And we overlooked this pond, and and I just, I really sensed a lot of fear creeping up in me, and I and so I called in extra support, extra divine love, and all of a sudden he takes off running across traffic, jumps in a car, and the car speeds away. Wow. Interesting, that point, because you're saying that you could still feel the fear coming, but you still leaned into your power of love. And I feel like that's what many of us are going through, that we're feeling the anxiety of the current environment, but yet we're, we're, we're needing to lean more and make that love come forward. Some of us are doing well and some of us are struggling. Yes, and that's exactly why I tell this story, because I believe that boy was there to do me much harm. Everything in my body felt fear, and I had yeah. to make that conscious choice. And when the fear got even worse, what I had to do was amplify my amount of love. And so there's a message in that for everyone listening. When we go into fear and when we go into doubt and when we go into this world's falling apart and it's not going to be any good, that's the time when our work is actually to turn up the dial or crank up the dial on the love and do whatever it is that we have to do, whether it's calling in angels or more meditation, whatever that is, to just bring in more love and more Mm -hmm. light. Because mm-hmm. that's, we know light, darkness can't exist when there's light. Exactly. So exactly. when there's enough of it. <laughs> so that's mm, our duty. Beautiful. As beautiful. awakened leaders with our awakened message. Beautiful. Well, in a time in which we really do need the awakening, we want to thank you for adding that to our world because maybe we're moving into a new age of renaissance. You know, when it gets really bad in, in, in Indian culture, we have a saying that the urn of sin has to get full in order for the transformation of the good to prevail. And I woke up this morning considering that when I heard about issues going on with Saudi now and Qatar and I have friends in all of these Middle Eastern countries, and I was just like, oh, no, don't tell me now they're going to be going through stuff. And it was that that little bit of knowledge that kind of reminded me, but it has to get full. The urn of sin has to fill up until the urn of divinity and goodness can reveal itself. And so it sort of you know, gave me some kind of a strange acceptance. And so before I let you go, I'd like you to share with us a message to our listeners that can keep them amplified with love, amplified with goodness, amplified with courage. And thank you so much for your work and for being on the air with us today. And a website, if there's one, that we could find information on you. Absolutely. Uh, And thank you for asking me to share this. Well, what I will say to you who are listening is that at your core essence, you are divine. And at your core essence, you are love. And if you are listening to this right now or in the future, whenever you're listening to this, remember that your core vibration, your unique essence is here for a purpose. You are absolutely here to 
brings something magnificent to this planet. And all that's required is you being you and you choosing love again and again and forgiving yourself when you don't and then choosing to love yourself again and again. That is our work. And now is the time when we need people like you who can turn up the dial on what they're doing, who can really step boldly and start to share their messages in any way that they possibly can, whether it's with the people that you live with or the people that you work with. Just being in your frequency of love does a tremendous amount to transform, and that's really that's really what it's all about at the end of the day, just being in your frequency of love. So mm, keep shining it. your light is what we're asking you to do. <laughs> Thank you. When we will, and we will. And many blessings to you, Alyssa, and thanks a lot. Mm, you're so welcome. So many blessings to you. Thank you, Sister Jenna, for having me today. So as Alyssa reminds us, keep shining our light. There is no other option. It's either going to be lit or it's going to be extinguished. You've been listening to America Meditating Radio. We want to thank the Arco Iris Foundation that under that supported the show today. Let's just say that. They're a wonderful organization um, and we really want them to do more work uh, with the kids in um, in Colombia. So remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission and we are here to love each other the same. I'll end today's show with Ashe Ashe by our friend Ricky Baez Beckwith. Take care. Over 30,000 homeless children live in the streets of La Paz, Bolivia. Most of these children live on the bridges and cemeteries or wherever they can find shelter. They eat whatever they can find, steal or beg. Father Joseph Maria Neuenhofer, a German priest, has dedicated his entire life in helping these children. For the last 23 years, Foundation Arco Iris, founded and led by Father Neuenhofer, has helped thousands of these children in providing shelter, food, education, and medical care through the Foundation's hospitals. For more information and to donate to Foundation Arco Iris, go to www.arcoirisamerica.org. Do you like to meditate? Have you tried to meditate? Have you struggled with meditation? Why don't you visit one of the Brahma Kumaris Meditation Center? Visit brahmakumaris.org. For over 31 years, Brahma Kumaris of the United States have been transforming lives. This summer, Brahma Kumaris is honored to host Sister Shivani, June 20th through July 9th, on her first ever North American tour, where she will share her simple wisdom and meditation style in 14 cities. An engineer by profession, Sister Shivani presents a logical yet comfortable way of adopting spirituality. The tour includes Great Neck, New York, Westchester, New York, Edison, New Jersey, Toronto and Brampton, Ontario, Dayton, Ohio, Detroit, Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, Washington, D.C., Boston, Massachusetts, Danbury, Connecticut, Tampa, and Orlando, Florida. With a grand finale at Peace Village, the Brahma Kumaris Retreat Center in the breathtaking Catskill Mountains of upstate New York. Looking forward to meeting each one of you who has become a part of the beautiful Awakening family. Don't miss this special event. Tickets are free. Register now at bkawakening2017.org. My life is a good life. Ashe, Ashe, my life is good.